0: But that's that mentoring experience, and that's what podcasts, and that's what we hope our podcasts become for people, is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do, but nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's... No one's, you know. There's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do. What's up everybody? That's pretty awesome. I just turned my little camera on with a little clicker so now I don't have to put my grubby hands in the way. So uh, it's 4.30ish on my way home Uh, after this particular Tuesday. um, Things went pretty good. I did not really have any real issues. Finished up the movie Free Solo with my kids talking about the five themes of geography. Um, and tomorrow we're gonna go over the five themes again with them and kind of put the organizer together then we're gonna go over my zero to two calendar that I have them doing which is uh, an activity that Jim Collins who wrote the book Good to Great and several other books uses to monitor his days um, each day he writes whether that day was a zero a one or a two And he makes little notes about why that particular day was that particular number. And then he tries to repeat the things he did on two days and stop doing the things he did on zero days. So I'm having my kids do that. Um, I've been trying to have them do that every day. I forget about it some days, but I have some kids that are really good about being in the habit of doing it. So we'll go over that tomorrow. And then we will introduce our first major project, which is researching a world culture Um, I'm excited for that I'm excited to dig into a project I'm excited to kind of let them take the reins Um, I am a big believer in letting them pick their own groups and getting the natural consequences of those selections so if they pick poorly that's on them I told them that my one rule when they pick groups along with how big their groups can be is that once you pick a group you cannot leave it so if they pick poorly, they will suffer the consequences. And that includes for their grade. Um, I know maybe this isn't you know what a lot of people would do, but I really feel like it's a good it's a good way to give them some agency and also you know, teach a little bit of a life lesson. It, you know, it's a life lesson you know you get to learn that you you know you can pick your group you can pick your friends but you have to you know pay the piper as we say when it comes to that particular group so um all in all things are going pretty well uh, you know we really got um two more weeks before we have the minnesota education association break which one day of which is conferences for me and one day is professional development. So it's really not much of a break for me, but um, it's a break for the kids. And it you know it comes at a good time. That gives us about a month before they go on the Thanksgiving break. You know, another month before the Christmas break. So this part of the year will really start to go by fast. Um, I'm working on the relationships with a few of those particular students. Um, are testing me, there are, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember from um, Don Miguel Reese's book, The Four Agreements, to never take anything personal. There are just some situations where I feel like I, I'm taking things a little too personal, especially when it comes to kids that are intentionally trying to annoy me. Um, I kind of was maybe a little more harsh on a kid today than I needed to be but he kept coming into my room to annoy me and he didn't need to be there and every time he would afterwards he would come and like try to say hey and ask me how my day was doing to try to pretend like he hadn't been annoying and then when I asked him why do you think your behavior was annoying for me he like didn't have an answer and I said okay well then when you have an answer to that question then you can come back and talk to me about it but it's just you know a kid who just you know doesn't want to take responsibility for his behavior he's trying to push my buttons um, and I probably let him push my buttons a little too much today but all in all things are going well you know we're working on building the relationships with kids like I said and and trying to get the get to know the kids who are a problem um, and really, kind of build that relationship. So when I, you know, correct them on their behavior and not meeting expectations, that it's about the expectation, not them personally. And I'm really trying to continue to maintain the good relationships I have with a lot of kids because, you know, we definitely don't want to get in a situation where we're solely focused on the kids who causes problems and not appreciating the kids who are great. And those kids can really kind of become uh our evangelists that really you know when kids are talking bad about us they step up and say you know that's not really the case so all in all things are pretty uh, nice fall october day i'm gonna kind of take in as many of these as we can but all in all um, things are great i also my wife's best friend is bringing their kids down to go to the apple orchard with us this weekend And these, her two older boys have this particular habit of trying to ambush me with Nerf guns when I come to their house. So I'm putting, you know, steps in process to where I'm really gonna let them have it and they won't have any way to defend themselves. It's gonna be glorious, you know. I'm not above picking on um, a nine and a six year old with Nerf weapons. So, uh, all in all, life is groovy, things are great. I'm going to continue to build those relationships and I got to keep showing up. That's the main thing. I got to keep showing up for my kids, keep showing up as myself, and things will go well. So, hope everybody's good. And I'm going to use my fancy little clicker to quit. What's up, everybody? Good morning. It's about 725 on this Wednesday. Um it's the 6th of October, which seems crazy that I'm saying it's the 6th of October already. But um just trying to jump on here this morning um to just talk a little bit about what's going on at school, what's going on with me, but um starting our first group project today, um, really with the introduction, um of the project, it's going to be a World Cultures project, so again, rather than just giving them notes on what makes up a culture, you have them answer all the questions um, that will help them start to understand what a culture is. So, you know, region, climate, um, ethnicities, food, drink, hobbies, political system, history, and all of those other parts that i missed. missed. Um, I decided to just go on TPT, uh, and that's Teachers Pay Teachers for anybody that might not know what TPT is. But to go on TPT and just buy a pre made project, I feel like some of those projects are so good and they're so well put together from like intro instructions all the way to rubrics that, you know, the $9 I paid for this TPT project are well worth my time because it would take me you know at least an hour if not more to put all of that stuff together and you know to you know buy back two hours of my time for 450 an hour I think that's really good math um I don't buy a lot off of TPT but a lot of times when I'm doing projects I I, I do buy it off of there because it the Being willing to pay for my time, uh, to pay to get my time back, um, I think is really, really important. I think it's a really good opportunity to have a good resource, have a good project that's put together by a teacher somewhere else. Um, And do they always fit exactly perfectly what I wanna do? No, like there's one little part of it. uh, It's a rubric for a uh, PowerPoint. Um, I'm gonna just slightly change that to a poster, but I mean, all in all, it um, it's well worth it to to be able to have that resource and uh, you know pay that teacher a little bit for their time because I know oh, as a teacher that their time is valuable as well. Um, I'm letting my kids pick their own groups. I know that there are a lot of people that don't, and I know that a lot of people would tell me for the first project of the year that you should not, but I am a big believer in natural consequences. I have told my students multiple times that the one rule I have when picking your own group is that you will not change groups after the project starts. Because you need to understand the consequences of your decision. If you choose to work with your friends, if you choose to work with people that you know are probably not productive, that's on you. And your grade will suffer that consequence. Um, Now, is that the right way to go about it? I think it is. You know, there are people who are going to say, well, we got this person in our group and they haven't done anything and da, da 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 da. Well, you know, you chose to. And obviously, there are always exceptions when it comes to these rules. It's not like a firm and fast where, like, you know, if, especially now, like if a kid has to quarantine for COVID, I'm not going to penalize. A group because their group member can't um, do the work that they need to. So there are always exceptions, and really in the classroom, I'm flexible and understanding of most situations. Um, That doesn't mean that I always just, if a kid comes to me with something, say, okay, yep, you're good. But I, I do try to be flexible. I guess the only place I'm really not flexible is, you know, insensitive language, um, derogatory terms, stuff like that. There's just a, a zero tolerance policy on. Um, we need to understand that that language is not acceptable, uh, and those words are definitely not acceptable. And it's been good so far this year. I haven't had to deal with a lot of that, which I'm really happy about. Um, otherwise when it comes to you know my kids, my classroom, I, I find myself pretty close to my school to where I think I can get there. But um, what I was saying is, you know, I'm already starting to get a little behind when it comes to grades i'm starting to get a little bit behind on what i've been doing with led i just feel like i'm getting caught in the hamster wheel right now Uh, i feel like i'm in a spot where i'm just sort of grinding my gears a little bit which i'm trying not to i'm trying to be better um and that's kind of why i do i I do like using pre-made projects because it takes a lot of the the time that I would normally spend on something, and and frees me up to do some of that other stuff. And and really, I will monitor my kids every day. Every day that they work on the project will be a daily grade. Um, so I I'm not doing terribly at it, but. I have to remember, and this is what I really struggle with, is that giving kids a grade isn't just about the grade, it's about the feedback. And I think that's where I need to change my mindset when it comes to grading, is that this is valuable feedback for my kids to understand what I expect and where they can grow. And, and that's why I think this particular project I'm doing with the pre-made rubrics and stuff is good because it's a very detailed rubric and that's not something I'm great at. Um, I heard, you know, I've heard Gary Vee talk about it. I've heard several people, you know, throughout the kind of professional and personal development space talk about how you should do less of what you're bad at and more of what you're good at. And I think there's some acceptance that I have to have that Writing rubrics, stuff like that is not something I'm great at. So I try to find things that are already good and implement them in the best way I possibly can. And This particular project is so detailed and so thought out that there's really no way my kids can't stay on track. There should not really be any way that they are confused by it. And as a very verbal person, as a very auditory person, I often mistake my learning style and method for one that all my kids would have, and and that's just, it's just not the case. That's just not the way it works. So I'm in a position where I'm, through reflection and, and growth and trying to do better, am learning those particular things, and I'm learning where I need to get help. I need to get help on these particular things. And I think that's where I'm at when it comes to this project. So I'm two turns away, looking forward to the day, but uh, try to jump back on here after school and share how things went. Have a great day. What's good, fam? It is... Wednesday afternoon on my way home, just about there, about 10 minutes out, trying to save this for the least noisy 10 minutes of my drive, which happens to be when I'm close to home. Um, I was going to do one this morning, but um, it just wound up that I was on the phone, and then uh, it was also pretty dark when I left, so that's unfortunate as well. But then, of course, I just ran over a bridge that probably made a big phone. Anyway, uh, pretty good day again today, got my kids squared away, at least to start on the five themes of geography, tomorrow, and then today what I did was got them just intro to their World Cultures project, which I'm pretty pumped about. Um, found one that I really liked on TPT, so I'm uh, going to use that. Just like I said in earlier videos, it just saves me so much time that it's worth it. So I mean, I feel like overall the kids got a pretty good bead on what they're going to do, and um, I think it's going to be a good project overall. I really, I really do. So uh, the more frustrating thing about my um, afternoon was that we have borrowed part of this church parking lot that's across from our school to have some of our kids picked up. And we just continually have these parents that are not following directions. So it's kind of this really like choppy parking lot. Um, And the parents are instructed to go to the back parking lot and park and wait for their kid. Um, And their kid is supposed to wait for me and the other teacher to go down with everybody And then we all show up in the parking lot as one group but these parents continue to park in the front parking lot even though they've been asked not to and their kids continue to leave early so that way they can get out of the parking lot faster but the problem is that we now have like a dozen cars that are trying to leave as the majority of our kids are walking through this parking lot because it's not it's not school parking lot there's not like a sidewalk there's nowhere for them really to walk, which is frustrating. I mean, it it has made our other pickups early and it squarely pisses me off that I got stuck with it because it's the worst one. We're always the last ones to be done with our after school duty. Um, and granted, it's maybe only 10 minutes after everybody else, but that 10 minutes matters. But it's just also a frustrating situation because we feel like we've been Talking about the things that haven't been working and nothing has changed. Um, We've been giving instructions and giving, you know, to people and giving feedback to admin, but nothing seems to be changing. And that's, you know, that's the greatest frustration I think I have as a teacher is when I feel like I'm giving um, feedback and I'm suggesting things and not only they're not being listened to, but they're not even being acknowledged. I I find that part to be really problematic. For me, that's something that really frustrates me. So, yeah. I mean, it's really hopefully not a big deal. And the, the problem is, though, the weather's still decent. And there's no snow and there's no rain and kids aren't. You know, it's a pretty decent spot. But, like, come winter when there's snow piles and come winter when it's cold, it's just like... It's just I, I just don't think it's a really great situation but I guess it's not for me to really judge that situation I guess but that's not true like I'm in it like I'm the one me and another teacher are operating this pickup and parts of it work really good but you know, our normal pickup spot, there's like 11 cars and we have like 35. So I, I just really have felt like there's a middle ground that we can move some of the cars back over to the normal pickup. And then these parents won't have to park in the front because there won't be as many cars and the kids can get out faster. But I don't know. I mean, it just it just is what it is, I guess. So as we approach this first group project really going to be focused on making sure that I am coaching the kids through it that I'm not using it as a chance to just kind of disengage and do my own thing Um, and really trying to coach them through it and really make sure that they're getting out of it what I need them to so um, it'll be good I think Uh, better day I mean no real noticeable distractions no real noticeable problems just you know a few kids with attitude but then again you have eighth graders um, and they all kind of have attitude you know i should know that by now and like i've said i'm i'm working on remembering not to take it personal i'm working on remembering that they're you know kids and they don't exactly know how to express themselves, even if they can't understand their feelings, and it's it's just a situation where, you know, we're, I don't, I, don't even know, I don't even know what to say, I don't know what the situation is, and I think that's a good thing, because you can spend all the time you want trying to figure out the situation with the kid, and it's going to change every day. I think for me, I'm just going in each day, trying to be the best I can, trying to be supportive, but also... Oh, excuse me. Also trying to put boundaries in. Also trying to be someone that shows them, you know, there are limits to what they can get away with, there are limits to their behavior and decisions, and there are consequences. Like, you know, I talked to every class I had today, like, in two weeks reading your grade for this project comes out and you got to see if your parents call me and ask why you got to see i'm going to tell them that you were in this group by choice and that your group didn't work well and then what will i maybe have parents that are telling me that that's terrible or whatever it might be but hopefully those parents are like oh you picked your own group you knew better so hopefully they get some natural consequences but um, it's just that point in that that time where you're you're just trying to be the best you can and sometimes I feel like I've just got too high of expectations on myself and I put too much pressure on me and I worry too much about things that don't matter and especially about things that I can't change. Um, You know, it's that serenity prayer, you know, having the wisdom to know what you can change. Um, And to change the things that you can. And it's, there's just so much in a classroom and in a school that you could try to change. You could just bury yourself in that there's only so much i can do and there's only so many oh excuse me again only so many changes i can make so i have to be better with my time and by time i mean energy and i gotta be better with my focus And i gotta put the focus on the things that matter and i gotta let go of some of this stuff that doesn't you know like this parent pickup thing in all likelihood nothing bad will really bad will ever happen other than it'll be a minor in you know, when I can get spun up about it and every day when I go out there and those parents are parked out there I get spun up about it because it just makes me mad that people don't listen they don't follow the directions they don't do what they're asked and then it sends you down that path and where you're like oh this explains why that kid doesn't do what they're asked and you can just spin yourself in knots with that particular thought process of oh this is why that kid doesn't do the things that they're supposed to but I'm trying not to I'm trying to be cool about it I'm trying to do my job and, and like I said I gotta really continue to get better at focusing my attention on the things that matter and the people that matter and and realize that it's not about me it's not personal and that I I just gotta keep doing the best that I can and you know maybe it makes a difference for some kids now maybe someday down the road and Maybe never, but I'm gonna keep trying. Alright, just about home. My dad's down, uh, doing a little work around the house, so I'm gonna help him out with that. But if everybody's great, I'll talk to you tomorrow. up, everybody. Good morning. It is about 7.15. I'm a little behind today. Got up, you know, and just, man, just moving slow. Then took a while to convince myself that I should actually just go for a run. I'm kind of wigged out by, um, running in the pitch black dark, even though I got a headlamp. Um, but got myself to go, did about a 30 minute run, which felt really nice. I hadn't run for quite a while, so that was good. and then just made some breakfast and by that time I'm about I don't know, 10 minutes behind what I like, ultimately really want to be 20 minutes behind what I kind of should be. Um, that's okay. Uh, today we're starting our first group project, World cultures. I've talked a bit about that, so, I'm hoping that it goes smoothly. I'm hoping that my kids work well. Um, The packet um, and the project that I found on TPT is very straightforward. So I'm hoping that I can um, keep them on the right track, but they can also be pretty autonomous to do this thing and to knock it out. Rather than having to have me hold their hand. Um, the one thing I really want to work with them on is their sourcing and work cited. I think that's a really important part of it, and I'm hoping that I can start to get them to see you know, that there, especially that there are options beyond just the internet, there are these things called books and encyclopedias and libraries and professors and people who are subject matter experts that they can talk to. Um, I'm hoping to expand past that. Will that work for me? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, But I'm hoping to do that. Um, I hadn't put like a, hey, you need to use this many sources. Um, but I probably should. I mean, I should say, you know, five source minimum for them, just to make sure that they are getting multiple sources and ensuring that those sources are productive to the ends with which they are trying to accomplish. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on at school. Um hoping to get back to writing and editing our book this week and this weekend. Um, I just I'm looking forward to not this coming Saturday, but the following. It's my niece's birthday, but it's like the last event that we have for 2021 with the exception of the holidays and um, deer hunting in Wisconsin. Uh, but that gives us like a month of weekends where we don't have anything going on um, and we don't have to go anywhere and, and I just am really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to being able to feel good about doing the work that I want to do, but also not having to sacrifice all the time that I would like to spend with my spouse. I think that's the, the conundrum that I've been in recently, um, uh, is that I want to spend time with my spouse and I want to get this thing done. And there's just hasn't been enough time to do both with teaching and with all of the other stuff. I think I've said this maybe before, but we have decided when we get our, jan- or our 2022 calendar that there's going to be one month every, every or what? sorry, one weekend every month where we do not put anything on the calendar, no matter what people ask. We just have to start to get to that point where we are not running and gunning as much as we are. It's not so bad for me in the summer because, you know, I don't work during the week, or at least I'm not teaching during the week, I shouldn't say I don't work, but, you know, for Brittany, it's, it's been months and months of nonstop go, 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 so trying to get ourselves settled, trying to get ourselves in a better spot, and just trying to make sure that we're doing our best to, like not burn out. Um, I just, I feel like there's a lot we need to do to, you know, we need to prioritize ourselves. It's not something either one of us are good at, um, especially because it's either family or close friends that we say no to, or we would have to say no to, I would, I should say, um. And that sucks, you know, because especially with my close friends, um, we don't see them a ton, and to say no to them when we had time available is going to be hard. But I think it's something we're going to have to do, and just just to make the situation more tenable, you know. For us teaching in Minnesota, we have MEA break in two weeks. But I mean, for me, I have conferences one day and professional development the next. So it's not really that much of a break. Although my conferences should be pretty easy and my PD should be easy as well. Um, My PD day is only nine to two. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. But all in all, I mean, things are, Things are fantastic. I mean, we're doing really good and happy to be where I'm at, happy to be doing what I'm doing. So um, one other thing I haven't been doing great with is connecting with Will. I feel like we've just been um, playing phone tag for a couple of weeks and we got to get back to that. But I know he's got a lot going on and and you know we're trying to just make sure that we are taking care of our business. But I also have to remember that you know, we were friends first before we ever really started, you know, creating and working together, so I want to make sure that, you know, we we always take care of that part first. Um, business and work will always be there, but, you know, you got you got to stand with a friend. Um, you know, he had a couple bad breaks over the last few weeks when it came to the dissertation, and hopefully we'll be back to doing the pod and he can talk about it, um, but... You know, I'm, I'm just so grateful uh, for him, especially for Ben. Um, those two guys from my time in Houston have just shaped a different way of seeing the world. Um, and they are continue to be people who give me a perspective outside of my own. And they give it to me in a way that is not demeaning, but is also... Me listen I guess is the way I would say it I have a few of those friends who for whatever reason just talk to me the right way um, so that I can understand them and, and I I understand where they're coming from so thankful for those friends uh, I got a few from college that really are that way too so well no things are great I'm gonna jump off here and hope everybody has a great day and let you know how the day goes in a little bit